This is the Real Life Podcast with Kurt and Katie Adkins. We believe everyone has the ability to create the life they desire. We are excited to be starting season two of the Real Life Podcast with Kurt and Katie Adkins. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing fun fantasy football, maybe a little NBA basketball, and how we stay present despite our surroundings. Well, it's good to be back. This is season two, episode one. We took a nice little break. What was it? Six weeks? I'm not really sure. A few weeks, summer break, we call it, during the peak of our busy business season. So today we're just kind of getting back into the flow of discussing how to build the life that you desire, you know, and that includes handling situations that you used to uh, cause you to struggle and dealing with the current circumstances and still having the life that you, that you want to live and what that looks like. Right. It's interesting. Today is our fantasy draft. Nine years? Has it been nine years? Are we coming into our ninth season? Eighth year. Eighth year of fantasy football, and that's one of the things that Kurt and I do with our family to kind of decompress and just have a little opportunity to rib each other, and Thanksgiving conversations are always fun because we get to banter back and forth about who's going to win it. And I've won almost half those seasons. Kurt's won almost (laughs) half the seasons. So so that makes the bantering and the – for you. The enjoyment a little better, and that's why when I won last year, nobody even acknowledged it. Right? They said, we just talked about it this last couple of weeks, and they said, oh, are you the one who won? Yeah, that's uh, my brother, older brother's nephews on his wife's side. So That's what happens when you create a dynasty. After about year three, people just give up. People quit and change <laughs> the rules. <laughs> that's, that's how it's usually worked when I win a couple in a row. They... People want to change it and change the whole system so they have a chance. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the story. It's really the life of losers. It's what people do when they're, when they're constantly losing. They want to change the game. Well, sometimes you have to. <laughs> right. It's good fun. Last time we were uh, last podcast we recorded, there still was no sports. Everybody was kind of going stir crazy because a lot of their pastimes were still interrupted with the quarantine. Things are kind of getting back to a new, a newness. I wouldn't right. say a new normal, maybe a new normal. I, I guess mean, time will tell. There's NBA playoffs going and uh, NFL starting. And I noticed U.S. Open. Open tennis was on TV today. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that isn't the Stanley Cup or some hoggy. Did the Stanley Cup happen and a new hockey season start already or something? I think that might be going on too. As a non-hockey fan, I'm not really 100% sure. And the baseball's being played. Everything without fans. Yeah, it's just an interesting time. But I think the media has done a wonderful job trying to simulate, you know, a real atmosphere, you know, especially because I do watch the NBA games and, you know, the sounds are the same and the, you know, it's digital people on the stands. It's it's pretty it's pretty clever, and they're doing the best they can in the situation. 
And now a lot of people are happy because all the things, all their favorite sports are going and they have the ability to decompress. So how do you, uh, what do you do to enjoy the fun in the, in times like this? Well, I honestly can take myself really seriously. So, uh, just try to get back into the moment. I like exercise for me as a good grounding where I can kind of fan everything negative around me out. I really don't tune into the news because the news will set me over. It's never good. There's not anything that's ever good on the news, it doesn't seem. So if there's good news out there, yeah, somebody will share it with me. it's been a while since the me. Celtics won the championship, right. so it's been a long time since really good. Right. But so I just kind of guard my heart and stay away from the news because the news will really set me if anybody's ever seen me after about three days of tuning into what's going on in the world, I'm usually pretty neurotic and I don't function at my peak when I'm neurotic. So I work out, we've been biking. That's been fun. Watching basketball. What about you? Just living life. I think it goes back to what we talk all the time is when you, uh, when you believe you can have the life that you desire and you want to, and, and that that's a possibility, you begin to create the life you desire, even in times like this, like you can still experience joy and happiness and all those things, even when you can't do all the same things that you did before. And it's, you know, it's pretty cool. I think when you, when you believe, you know, foundationally that that's anything's possible. And so you have the opportunity, like normally we travel to a beach in the winter and very like th- likely this winter we're going to, we're going to travel, you know, uh, with bikes and, um, possibly do rails to trails or something different because the situation's different. So we can still create the life we desire. We could sit and mope and pout and cry that we can't go to, uh, you know, or not have a great enjoyment on a Island out in the middle of the ocean. Right. But we can make the most of it and still see things that like are on the bucket list. Right. So what was the joy of yesterday's? 28 mile ride uh that my electric bike because i have an e-bike that had <laughs> still had 50 percent no, close to 50 percent of the power and so you know the last quarter of it i was able to use full assist and that was made it much more enjoyable he actually said i think i'm gonna buy a backup battery so i can be in Full assist, full the, whole assist time. the whole time. So it's not an electric bike that assists you when you pedal up to right, you still have certain to work. miles, but might as well make it easy. <laughs> because the cool thing with it is we can go a longer distance and see a lot more things and see a lot more scenery and not not be worn out right away. And it helps with the headwind. Last yep. last week we were biking on a return going down a hill that the wind was so strong it would have blown us back up the hill if we wouldn't have the assist we might still be pedaling trying to come back from glacier park if we wouldn't have had the assist right so that's the i mean that's part of just enjoying life and experiencing life you know we could have i mean we thought about it at the store today when we were at the store and we talked about when we went through the checkout for just groceries like Remember the time when we weren't sure our debit card was going to work if we had any money. And so that's, I mean, that changed over time because we were totally bankrupt. And when we changed our core belief about who we are, certain things in our life began to work. 
Right. Like we began to see things as a possibility, you know, I mean, we were broke. So I mean, there was times where we went to the checkout and thought we had money in the account and had to leave because we didn't have the money got declined. And so to go 10 years later and, you know, and just sort of be like thankful that gosh, we changed our core belief. We changed who we believed we were and what we were possible, what was possible. And in that, everything in our life began to change. The more we build that foundation. Right. I'd agree with you on that. You know, it didn't just happen overnight, but it comes back to what we talked about all in season one, what you believe becomes your reality. And so if you believe you're going to struggle all the time and barely get by, then that becomes your reality. And you see no other way, but that, and we, we began to see, Oh, we can actually live comfortably. Right. And not, not dollar to dollar, you know, even though that still could happen, but it's not, it doesn't consume us so that that becomes our reality. Right. Today we have more of a desire to do what we need to do every single day to maintain where we become, who we become and how we live our life. It's pretty exciting that we were talking with our friends last night about the little things. Like initially when you start going to the gym, after a month, you don't really see the difference. People in the gym see the difference, but you don't see the difference because you've been looking at yourself for so long in a negative way. And so then you put together six months and you start to go, wow, it's amazing that I've consistently for six months done this positive behavior in my life to produce this result. And then you add up and you look back and you go, wow, it's now been three and a half years. And if I put a beginning day one picture versus where I'm at today, it's, it's unbelievable to change. Yet it happened because every day there was a consistent pattern that went on. And so for me, I'm not, I have, I still have moments where I'm me, right. And I get frustrated and I get overwhelmed and I don't see the, the positive. And that's my favorite thing about my marriage with Kurt, besides getting to wink at him and flirt with him and smack his ass every now and then is (laughs) he'll always remind me. She's an ass grabber is what she's saying. (laughs) He'll always remind me that, um, we've come far. Look at how far, look at how much you've changed. Look at all the steps that you've made. Look at the consistent patterns that you have in your life every single day that over, over a long period of time, you can see that incline that it's not the, you know, it's not a 90% increase over a short amount of time, but it's just that slow and steady, slow and steady, as long as I continue every day to do these things. And so in September 11th happened and I had somebody in my life say, why don't you turn off the news? Because I was paralyzed with fear and overwhelmed. And honestly, I've had moments in time between September 11th and now where I've had like, even at the start of the quarantine, I'll be honest, I'd watch the news every night to try to figure out what was going on. And I was an emotional wreck. So once again, in my life, I take out the news and I go, it doesn't do me any good to have any of that in my life because it's a, if I did it day to day to day to day, every single day, I might not see a huge depressing transformation in a week. But if I did it for six months, if I did it for a year, the chance of me being in a massive depression would be huge because it completely rules my life when I get overwhelmed with that kind of fear. So I made a decision years ago that I was going to take that out to guard my heart. Right. And in that, I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in the world today, but there's not a lot we can do even on the podcast, but here's what we can do 
individually is we just love people for who they are and love them regardless of their opinion and their view on something because it that's all it's about and everybody has the right to have their views so i don't get wrapped up like katie i don't get wrapped up in the news i only news i really follow is sports i'm not overly concerned about any of the rest of it and in that i can just meet people you know and see people with their signs or whatever and say oh it's okay that's their view and their their filter caused them to believe that way right and there's some situation that even if i don't agree with it it doesn't mean that they're a bad person in fact it means that i can still have them over for dinner and i can still be good friends with them we have friends in our lives that we just don't talk about certain things with. We also have friends in our lives, our really good friends, that we can talk about everything and we can all meet each other where we're at because we know that it's all centered in love. The people that we choose to guard our hearts with and not talk about certain things are people that we don't spend a lot of time with because we want to be able to be our transparent selves. And we also want people when they're around us to be able to be their authentic, transparent self. And so it's that whole, I don't want to call it leveling up, but it's the whole, we surround ourselves with a reflection of ourself. Does that make sense? And so when I didn't have any confidence in my life, I surrounded myself with everybody else that didn't have confidence. When Kurt and I made the decision that, okay, we're going to learn how to change our broke mentality and our poverty mindset, we started surrounding ourselves with people who had far greater financial success than we did so that we can start to mimic and mirror and start to see that reflect back on us so that we could naturally change. And now over a course of several years, our landscape of our life naturally changed. So it really is, once again, we have a hundred percent control in changing our future and dictating where we want to go. Not to say that there's not going to be ups and downs and ebbs and flows, but the beautiful thing is when we're solidified and we have the confidence and the comfort that we are okay, we're 100% loved, that we aren't in a relationship with a God that's going to punish us or take something away if we aren't obedient enough, then we get the ability to make it through with more grace and more flexibility and more understanding than how I used to handle when things shifted in my life. I didn't have the ability to shift with it so much. That makes sense. How did you used to handle it? Or did you, you already sort of said, but I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I was a quitter and a runner. Right. And that's, I mean, that's interesting because we all, that's what we, until we change that, we have our own experiences in our life, how we deal with things. And, you know, I certainly was a uh, quitter. You know, if I didn't think I could win, I didn't play. And so that was the big thing for me is when I started listening to these different people talking and people doing different, you know, those, I don't know, like podcasts that people, you know, encouraging and telling their stories of where they came from. I began to see, oh, that's, if that's possible for them, then it's possible for me and it's possible for Katie. And we could actually start to see ourselves bigger than, the situation that we were in. We always talk about our, where we came, the, the journey that we came together. You know, we, we lived in the ghetto, but before that we lived in the slums and, and now we're just fairly comfortable And that. It's not even a, it's not the physical thing, right? You know, those neighborhoods weren't those things, but in our minds, that's where we were. Well, so when we were in the slums, we thought we were 
we could just barely get by. And we had some years of that we made really pretty decent money, but we had no sense of how to deal with it. And whenever we get money that was more money than we knew what to do with, and we go and blow it on something frivolous that was going to be fleeting. On our anniversary this year, our big 10-year anniversary, that was nice, wasn't it? little date. We had a little nice walk down memory lane and we actually drove to all the places that we've lived together. And we kind of reflected and talked about where we're at mentally when we lived in those places and the, the external actual neighborhoods and the um, houses and the appearance. It was such a reflection of how we felt about ourselves at that time. And we laughed because we had a time in our life where we went from the ghetto into a comfortable neighborhood. Short term. We ended up back in the ghetto. (laughs) We're not saying the ghetto actually a literal place. We're saying our mindset. So right. uh, Please hear our hearts behind it. That's just how we can. I mean, that was where we could transition years, you know, paying heat and all that kind of stuff was a hard time, you know, and we wrote a little bit about that in our book. Um, what if 15 topics we're discussing for lifelong happiness of going from being totally bankrupt, you know, not just, not just, you know, economically, but, uh, socially, spiritually, spiritually, physically. And that's when we ended up at the, in the gym was on the physical coming out of that bankruptcy of not taking care of ourselves and not really seeing ourselves as any, thing and using our own filters from our own life on why we were in that situation. Right. You know, so that's the easiest one sometimes to talk about because if you talk about the financial side of it, people are like, Oh yeah, you just, you got lucky. And it's like, I don't know if I got lucky or we just changed what we believed. We did so much internal, internal work on who we thought we were, you know, when the process of it and that changed our finances, changed our physical, changed our social environment, changed our, you know, every area of our life began to become a reflection of how we felt on the inside. Right. And I, I just, gradual. Yeah. It was that slow and steady, slow and steady wins the race type mentality. It was, I was talking on the phone to a friend this morning and she said, you can walk strong. And there was a time in my life when she knew me that I couldn't even walk and look people in the eye and hold my head up high. And so it's just a, it's just an example of we mirror, we mirror how we feel about ourselves by the way that we present ourselves. And right now it's really easy to start to feel everything's wrong when there's not a lot of security in the world that we live in. And that's why we felt that it was kind of important to bring this back that, well, wait a minute, we can continue to focus on what's right despite the landscape that we're in, because as long as we focus on what's right, we're going to be solidified in our right belief about ourselves. Right. And we're not going to go so haywire that we take 13 steps backwards and don't know where to start to go forward again. Right. And if you're happy with who you are and believe that you were designed perfectly and created perfectly, that you can actually have joy and fun in new things that are out of the norm because the world's not allowing the norm to some degree. And so, right. Like yesterday morning you said, Hey, before we even got out of bed, you said, Hey, do you want to watch one of the episodes of the show that we're watching? And at first I said, Whoa, you're throwing me for a loop. That is not how we live. We watch TV at different time. We don't watch TV right when we wake up. 
And Kurt said, well, can't we be spontaneous? <laughs> and so. Yeah, because we had only finished half of the episode the night before. Right. And so it's just, are we willing to bend at all just to have fun? And then we were able to laugh rather than be super serious and say, this isn't the way things go. I'm more rigid and less flexible in a lot of things. Kurt reminds me often that it's okay to jaywalk as long as it's not a four-lane highway. Car. I mean, that's so when you walk across the street, the idea is to look both ways and listen <laughs> or whatever. But you know, that's that's life. You can you can have the most fun in the situation that you're in. So you know, like today, plan on going fishing, but it you know was storming extremely bad this morning until about. I don't know, 10 or 11 o'clock. So that changed the plan, but that didn't mean our day got ruined and I moped around and said, oh, it, this sucks. I mean, we went to a different breakfast place. We went to went to the gym, uh, went to the store, just changed our pattern of what we're doing. And I because we're okay with clutter, who we are. Because Kurt doesn't like clutter. I don't like clutter either, but. All right, but if you're okay with who you are and you believe that you're okay. You can have fun in any situation. You can be in an uncomfortable situation and, say, and still have fun. So what has been the most uncomfortable situation that you've had a bang up fun experience recently? I'd have to think about one that for a while. What about you? Uh, probably when the quarantine started to shut everything down and it was hard to figure out what to do when you couldn't go anywhere. And some of just the silly things that we do to make each other laugh was right. fun. Probably getting e-bikes. E-bikes has been fun. And going biking, that's totally out of my comfort. That's uh, something that I would say, oh, that's something I want to do. But it's actually been sort of enjoyable. We Yesterday's ride, we rode you know, from one town to another town, and we went on these back roads, and we, we've been on them in cars, but totally when you're going when you're going 15 miles per hour or whatever you see a different different deal and it was you know and also went on a trail next to the swan river along the way that i had never been on it's like man this is beautiful so it was making the most out of a different situation right and four weeks ago we didn't think we'd be biking right we didn't say hey let's look into this bike thing yeah, some friends had e these e-bikes, these specialized e-bikes, and they said, hey, try them out. And we're like, oh, I can do this. And then we went the next day and bought them. <laughs> Which is, you know, part of that whole changing our belief about who we are. Right. You know, because we didn't make bad financial decisions along the way. We've changed we've changed our core belief, which has changed every situation in our life. So we have the ability to, you know, because we're not frivolous spenders, we have cash flow when we want something. We've had them for, what, three weeks, and we've gone 85 miles? Oh, and we've only gone on three bike rides. But we might later today. That's pretty impressive, up. isn't it? Pretty fun? Yeah, it's pretty fun. That's how you'd describe fun? Well, it's, it's different. It's something that I would have never, I would have never thought about doing. Like, this isn't my cup of tea this isn't my cup of tea good I think. thing we're not talking about tea <laughs> right it's just like i said earlier in the podcast that uh, thinking about going to an ocean and hanging out on a beach and boogie boarding and snorkeling and that kind of stuff that's like oh that's exciting to me but we can see new things and do different things and i can 
make the most of it. Other, otherwise, I'd just mope all winter long and say, oh, this sucks. Life is just, this is terrible. I would don't want you to be like Eeyore. Eeyore. <laughs> well, he didn't even mope, did he? Oh, he no, he did. He kind of walked around. Yeah, he was sort of sad. I was sad, sad all the time. Pathetic. He was pathetic. Oh. But he people like him. Pathetic. That's the thing is kids like him. Right, because there's Cause so how many, sorry of us, for him. how many of us can relate to Eeyore. We've all had Eeyore times in our lives. I've even seen you. Yeah, what was the one time? Yeah, this was pretty funny. Kurt really. I love donuts. <laughs> he just loves to keep donuts. It in perspective. And one time he really. And I don't eat donuts donut. very often because I would eat them every day if I could, but I just don't. But he said, man, a donut sounds really, really good. And it was like seven o'clock at night. And so he ran upstairs because to get his clothes on and run to Krispy Kreme, which isn't my favorite Kreme. donut place, but I assumed they would be open. And he came running downstairs and he was putting his hat on ready to go. And I Googled it before he came all the way downstairs and I saw that they were closed. <laughs> and I said, oh man, the Krispy Kreme's closed. And he sat down on the couch and he goes, <laughs> just my luck. <laughs> and he hung his head. And so then we went to a bunch of grocery stores and every store was out of donuts. <laughs> But I didn't mope for a week about it. I just moped for a couple minutes and got on with my life. No, but now every now and then just to make him laugh, I'll say, oh, just my luck. <laughs> Aren't you glad that your life isn't like that anymore? It is. It was good. So, but it still could happen. It could. In the wrong timing. But a donut does sound kind of, actually a cream cheese Danish. Isn't that what we were talking about the other day? Oh, yeah. McDonald's used to have these killer cream cheese Danishes. Very good. I never had one, but I love a good cheese yeah. Danish. Yeah, anyway, thank you, you for joining us today. Anything and else? Have a wonderful week. And remember anything that you believe is possible, that you can dream as big as you want to dream. And, and you can put it into motion when you believe that you're worthy of it and capable of it. And remember, slow and steady wins a race, that it's the little things continued over a long period of time that produce the lasting results. And so if you have five days where you're feeling really good about yourself and on the sixth and seventh, you're kind of struggling, remember that the eighth and ninth can turn yourself around by just redirecting your way of thinking about yourself. And so just like Stuart Smalley said, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me, or is it gosh darn it? I don't know, whichever one it is. so. So have a good day. If you like what you heard on today's episode, please share it, rate it, review it, and post it on social media. Also, you can check out our book, What If? 15 Topics Worth Discussing for Lifelong Happiness by Kurt and Katie Adkins. It's available in paperback and Kindle on Amazon.com. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to next week.